You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Pulse News is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code PULSE10, P-U-L-S-E, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. This is Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. And now, here are the top stories. Pet psychics say they can help you communicate with your animals, dead or alive. Well, Pet Pulse's Simon Chowdhury decided to see one medium at work, but she got more than she bargained for. Check out her ghostly experience. Ever wonder what your pet is thinking or what the future may hold for your furry friend? He'll, he'll usually eat from his bowl. Sometimes he doesn't feel like eating from it unless you're holding the bowl and giving it to him. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a ploy for attention. Well, that's where pet psychics like Katherine Ferguson come in. I, I think that everybody has a certain degree of uh, psychic ability. It's a matter of how much you develop it. She's doing a reading for Marilyn, who is concerned about her dog, Tyson. I just want to make sure that he's happy. Marilyn also wanted Catherine to let her know how her dog Benjamin is doing since his passing several years ago. He's telling me he'll always be with you. A little bit of closure, but not with Benji. And um, I guess confirmation of, of Tyson's happiness with us. All this psychic talk got me thinking. I wonder what's going on in my dog Nala's head. So I decided to ask Catherine to come over for a reading. My question is if Nala likes some of my friends. Does she have an opinion about a friend named Denise? She finds Denise a little strange. But here is something interesting that happened. Okay, it's going into a no now. No one was talking. The room was quiet, yet our microphone picked up someone saying no. We think we got our answer through an electronic voice phenomena, but Catherine's answer differs from the ghost. She said to me, everybody is a friend. <laughs> so whether you believe in pet psychics or not, you could get your answers from anywhere. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Saima Chowdhury. We wondered what Catherine's strangest experience was. She says it was a beagle that once telepathically told her he wanted to eat more beef. Tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204. Catherine Russell is the Iron Woman of New York City Theater. In more than 20 years of starring in the show Perfect Crime, she's hardly missed a performance. And as Pet Balls' Joey Waller tells us, the actress's near-perfect attendance at work is matched only by that of her dogs. For me, coming here every day, what a blessing to be able to bring my animals that I adore here and have them here all day. For Catherine Russell, every day is Take Your Dog to Work Day. She's accompanied by Jack and Jezebel to Manhattan's Snapple Theater. Russell plays the lead in the off-Broadway mystery Perfect Crime, New York City's longest-running non-musical play, where her dogs are omnipresent. They don't really know anything else. In fact, when I leave in the morning, if I don't bring them to the theater, they look at me like, where, where, where are you going? <laughs> Aren't we going? Is it me or are you just naturally repulsed by aggressive women? 
Jack and Jezebel have a demanding schedule. Since Perfect Crime opened in 1987, Russell has missed only four performances, and she oversees the theater's business operations. We do eight shows a week. As a dog owner, it would be very hard for me to leave my dogs. I leave usually the house at 7 o'clock, 7.30 in the morning, and I don't get home until 11 o'clock at night. By day, the dogs guard the box office. Their job here is to protect me and the theater and uh, just to keep me company. They're great because sometimes it can be very lonely here, and they keep me company. Um, I talk to them all day long, and they talk back to me, so it's very entertaining. You should have told me about Mrs. Johansson when you first came in. Do you see how upset you have gotten me to do anything fast? Once the show starts, Jack and Jezebel take their places in Russell's dressing room, where they're trained to not make a sound. They're great companions. I like having them in my dressing room during the show, which is where they stay. Um, they happen to know when anything's wrong on stage. If there's a noise or something a little bit different on stage, somebody says a different line, they kind of look around like, what's going on? They know, they know the show very well. They feel familiar. And then there's Catherine Russell's previous dog, the late Clementine, who came to the theater nightly her entire life. But Clementine wasn't just a theater dog. She was also a theater critic. Clementine knew the show very, very well because she lived to be 15, so she spent 14 and a half years, pretty much, 14 years, nine months, listening to this play eight times a week. And when we would have a new actor who would really be emoting, she would roll her eyes. In Perfect Crime, one clue is a piece of sponge cake, which one of the dogs gets to eat immediately after the show. That tradition started with Clementine. And she would cry at the end of the show, actually. Um, the very end of the play, I put a gun to my head. Let's say what happens. And somebody said to me, isn't that sweet? She knows that you're, you're trying to kill yourself. And I said, no, she knows it's a bad time for cake. She's telling me to hurry up. Talk about a job where you can have your cake and eat it too. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Joey Waller. For more information about Perfect Crime, log on to perfect-crime.com. And if you attend the play, be sure to say hi to Jack and Jezebel. Tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204. When a pet dies, a piece of us dies with it. But what if there was a way to keep a piece of them with you forever? Zoo2's Tina Beth Pena tells us how. She was my rock. And I think it wasn't really until her death that I really started to think about all that she symbolized. Joanne Davis is reminiscing about her companion of 17 years, Lovey Davis, a calico cat that died nearly two years ago. I had Lovey's cremains in a nice display cabinet, and it just wasn't, uh, it just kind of wasn't cutting it for me. So Joanne turned to a gem of an idea, a life gem, which is a certified high-quality diamond created from the carbon of your beloved pet. I thought that this life gem was really the perfect thing for me because she was my rock and now she's literally my rock you know this rock is an actual diamond that was created by extracting carbon from lovey's cremated remains and it took about six months and i was very pleased to receive it because i got it like three days before christmas that year it was very very hard to um to face christmas without her after so many years the life gem diamond can be made into rings pendants earrings anything you want your jeweler to turn it into. It's a very, very nice alternative because um, having them in an urn and having them in, you know, 
it's just not the same. And of course, you're probably wondering, how much is this service going to cost? Well, it can be anywhere from three to $25,000, and that range depends on the carrot size and the color. The price is, compared to a normal cremation is very prohibitive. Um, I mean, it's more than 10 times the cost, so you're really dealing with, um, you know, very wealthy or very particular types of people. One of my lady friends said to me, you paid how much for that diamond? And it was a, roughly around $3,000 was the cost of the ring. And she said, well, for that price, you could have gotten a full carat and completely missing the point of it. So the point is, if you're looking for a non-traditional way to memorialize your pet, purchasing a life gem could be a possible alternative. She's with me always, and it sounds hokey maybe, but it just reminds me of all the good things about her. And it makes me smile, even if I'm having a bad day. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Tina Beth Pina. For more information, visit LifeGem.com, and of course, tell us what you think under this story. Share your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at Zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204. Who says pet tricks are only for dogs? For years, that's been the belief here in the U.S., but over in Russia, they're proving that difficult stunts aren't species-specific. Petbulse's Joey Waller has the story you've got to see to believe. If your cat is merely skating through life, it's time to catch Moscow Cats Theater. You might say it's everything you've always wanted your cat to do, but were afraid to ask. The cat tricks have been around in Russia for decades, probably 30 years. It all started from a centralized circus, Russian National Circus. And the trainers there had a little 15-minute skit of cat tricks, and they branched out. So basically in Russia, this, this is commonplace. The show is the largest of its kind in America, featuring cats, performers, and trainers from Russia since 2005. Preparing cats to jump through hoops begins as a kitten and takes up to a year and a half. Sometimes cats become moody. They don't want to perform on stage. We let them run once, twice, three times. If they don't do the trick, we just, we have backup cats, like understudy cats. Moscow Cats Theater features plenty of acrobatics, showmanship, and a countless number of treats. Ah, but not just for the audience, for the performers as well. Treats are always involved. They know the trick, treat. A lot of repetition, a lot of time, and they, again, you can't, you can't rehearse with them every day because to them it seems like it's work. You don't want them to think it's work because then they won't perform. For a positive spin, why sing these cats' praises when they can sing their own? You've heard of a cat being stuck up a tree? Well, here, that's no problem at all. Moscow Cats Theater is really just a big leap of faith. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Joey Waller. The show has completed its current tour, but will be back soon at a venue near you. For the latest tour info, log on to MoscowCatsTheater.com and tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204.
We'll be back with more pet news right after this commercial break. Pet Pulse News is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Pulse, P-U-L-S-E, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hey, boy, how you doing? What am I doing? I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. (coughs) No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity, and friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. (coughs) Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here. (coughs) Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Pet 
You're listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O. Now, for this week's pet news stories. A veterinarian in Minnesota has a lot to say when it comes to managing pain in animals. We first told you about Dr. Carl Seaman when he lost his license to practice after refusing to prescribe painkillers to a dog that had surgery. Now, Dr. Seaman's case is renewing the controversy over pets and pain control on a national scale. Dr. Carl Seaman continues to keep his skills sharp on the family dog Gypsy. Seaman's hoping he'll get his license back, a decision that's expected this month by the Minnesota Board of Veterinary Medicine. He recalls the day last year that put an end to his successful 59-year career as a vet. He set the broken leg of a lab injured by a boat propeller. The next day, the dog... Got out, came out of his cage, hopped around, and was nicely holding that leg up just like I wanted him to. He showed me no evidence of pain. Now, I'm sure the dog had soreness. We all have soreness after we have surgery. And I definitely did not want to give that dog pain relief because it would compromise his sense to not use that leg. It was absolutely the right thing to do. The board didn't agree with his decision, stating that doing nothing for the pain was unacceptable. There are no laws or standards set in most states regarding vets prescribing painkillers. Seaman believes the steady rise in usage of pain medication by other vets is being driven by large drug companies and the research they fund. The fact is that this is a fact, this is a fad thing, and in the next five years we're going to back off and find with all these drugs on board, and you don't know which one is causing what thing with the animal, this will be re-examined and you will back off to a reasonable usage of pain medication. Other vets in the same Minnesota community, like Dr. Randy Murray, have a policy of prescribing meds with every spay or neuter. It's been his policy for about six years. Murray says it's both pet owner expectations and the latest research driving his policy. The old school of thought was if the animal hurt, they didn't overdo it, didn't you know, do too much and let things heal. They were a little quieter and stuff. The new school of thought seems to be emerging that if the animal hurts, then it slows down the healing process and slows down the recovery time. So it's two different schools of thought. While the science settles, Dr. Seaman's story graces the cover of a recent vet publication. Many officials expect that his case is setting a precedent. The 84-year-old says he will continue to tell his story and fight for what he believes in. I put my license on the line, basically, and said, the most important thing is no longer my license, but correcting this fear that hangs over the colleagues in rural Minnesota and destroying the veterinary service that is so necessary out here in rural areas. We'll have a follow-up for you on this story once the board makes its decision later this month. In the meantime, tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204. The Atom Project is a sculpture of a human being that was built entirely from animal parts. It's the artist's way of drawing attention to human waste by sewing together parts of animals he found either in dumpsters or in the form of roadkill. Pet Pulse reporter Ji Young Min has more on that story. That's my justification for using animals in my work that they can feed your mind, not just your body. That's what artist Nate Hill had to say about his latest creation called a dead animal man, a human body made out of the parts of different dead animals that had been preserved in rubbing alcohol and that were later then sewn together. Gallery attendees had different reactions to this work of art. Your first reaction when you saw this? Um, 
I thought it was really brilliant. It smells kind of like um, dissected animals, that, that formaldehyde, I guess, smell. It's kind of gross. I guess it's kind of questioning what you can do with the dead bodies of the animals, you know? It's making making new creations out of dead things. He'll use body parts from a chicken, a cow, a deer, a dog, an eel, among others. While some people may view this as cruel, the artist wants people to know that no form of cruelty was used in obtaining the animal parts. In those jars, you can see different parts of Florida Roadco, where I'm from, when I used to pick up animals. A lot of opossum, raccoon, uh, typical animals that get run over. And Hill kept parts of the dead animals that he didn't use in his human body sculpture in jars of rubbing alcohol in a separate room for gallery viewers to see. Alejandro Guzman says he wasn't grossed out, but was amazed at how innovative Hill was in using recycled animal parts for art's sake. It's a very dynamic piece where you have, you know, things that have been collected through trash. And the artist says he initially started his sculpture project because he wanted to bring attention to the scores of roadkill he found by the side of the road. And certainly heating animals went on the road as a cause championed by NASCAR driver Randy Newman, as seen in the following public service announcement for the Humane Society of the United States. Take a tip from a professional driver. Be aware of animals on the highway. And please, give wildlife a break. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Ji Young Min. For more info on the Adam Project, go to stoproadkill.org and tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204. A Florida family had quite the scare when their new cat went missing two weeks ago and ended up in Texas. Pet Bulls correspondent Emily Oz has the bizarre story of how the cat was lost then found 1,300 miles away from home. Meet Gracie May. The 10-month-old tabby cat does not have a passport, but still manages to have quite the traveling tail. While packing for a recent business trip to Texas, Seth Levy had no idea Gracie May had climbed into his suitcase. So I just closed the bag up, put it in the trunk, and we took off. So I didn't even, I mean, I, was, I didn't even think, I didn't even consider that that was even possible. When his wife Kelly realized Gracie was missing that night, she tore apart their Florida home looking for the little kitty. I was literally panicking, like crying hysterically, like pacing around the house, ripping things out. I called my dad and he came over, he took the paneling out of our bathroom and we were pulling out insulation, trying to tap on things, make noise, see if we could hear her. No Gracie. Well stowed away in the suitcase, Gracie May went undetected through security x-ray machines in Florida. Then she was loaded onto an airplane and then dropped down onto a luggage conveyor belt in Dallas, Texas. I can't even imagine what it was like for her, like flying in the belly of the plane. You know, I, I read an article where they said like it gets like zero or less that high up and uh, the only way they could explain that she was okay is that there was like heat in the bag and she was covered by clothes. To make matters even more interesting, a stranger mistakenly picked up Seth Levy's suitcase at the Dallas airport. And when that stranger got home, he got quite the surprise when Gracie May jumped out of the bag. That kind stranger reunited Seth Levy with Gracie in Texas. The pair then flew back home to Florida together. This time, Gracie May made the trip in her pet carrier, not a suitcase. She, at this point in my life, is like my baby. 
Gracie May's story has captivated audiences across the nation. She's made an appearance on Good Morning America and will be featured on the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or by calling us at 877-777-4204. The polar bear cub that was recently rescued by Nuremberg Zoo officials has been given a name. The tiny female cub has been named Flocka and is said to be doing well. She weighs about 7 pounds and zoo veterinarians say she has no foreseeable health issues. Nuremberg Zoo officials decided to save Flocka after her siblings were eaten by their mother. The bear could be seen in its enclosure picking up her cub and dropping it indicating the animal was distressed. Following her rescue, officials asked the world community to submit name ideas. In all, more than 25,000 names were suggested. In German, Flocke means flake, as in snowflake. The young bear has an international following, similar to that of Knut. Knut's another polar bear who was saved from his mother about a year ago. Zoo officials say they hope Flocka's celebrity status will help promote awareness about how the global climate change is affecting the natural habitats of polar bears. Tell us what you think under this story. Post your favorite pet videos at the Zoo2 TV tab. You can email us your story ideas at news at zoo2.com or call us at 877-777-4204. You've been listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. Heard each week on PetLifeRadio.com.